Blew your loads. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That never happens, and we are back, and this is Horror Flicks and Music Mix. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, dude. No, yeah. Take two. Take two. Welcome to Horror Flicks and Music Mix. I'm your host Dustin, and today we're talking about the Nightmare Paradox. And with me are these two fuckers who worked on the Nightmare Paradox. Who are the Nightmare Paradox? I have in the studio. Ben and Ren. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't deliberate that we picked names that rhyme. Yeah, better not fuck up this time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shut up. (laughs) Yeah, Ren's been staring at me. So, yeah, our first take. Ren overloaded it. That's it. I do what I can. (laughs) I do what I can. Animal magnetism over there. (laughs) Yes. So, Ben, tell us a little bit about yourself again. Uh, again, <laughs> I'm. Uh, but these people are gonna hear it for the first time, right? Yeah, filmmaker in Omaha, Nebraska, or I, I suppose I should say, aspiring <laughs> gun. But just just <laughs> trying to make entertaining films, dude. I, my latest project was a, a horror film called The Nightmare Paradox, which was named after the band I was in. And you and I played numerous shows together when you were in, in Terry's. I was in The Nightmare Paradox. Mm-hmm. But let's tell this story again since it didn't record. Yes. I had to ask permission. Well, I, I didn't have to. I, I don't know. I, I felt the need to ask permission. So I texted all the guys seeing if I could use the, uh, the band name back in like 2016 for this, this film. Or I should specify short film. It is a short film. Yes. 20 minute short film. But they all agreed. And then when I announced that we were having the premiere at alamo wait there's a there's a movie about our band i'm like no 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 it's separate movie i just used the title because it's about nightmares you look awful curious around what's going on it's like no 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 keep going blah, blah, blah. keep going he, he just wants to reach over us which you're on channel three mm, hello yes Yes. Yes. Balls deep. We were just clipping a little bit. It was just... Yeah. Oh, just, okay. And yeah. I think you turned it up. Oh, did I go the wrong way? Yeah. Left, like... it, left is greater. No. Look at it. Oh, you. Okay. I thought. Look at it. I thought I turned. I saw you yeah, turn but... it the other way. No, you're good. Mm. Never mind. Friends over here turning knobs with his fingers. He's so good at it. I like touching things. It's all right. <laughs> with consent, of course. <sighs> <laughs> But anyway, I'm we're here to talk be, about I'm horror movies. Be, I'm not going to be Russell Branded over here. I'm going to have to edit a lot of this. <laughs> oh, you're fine. No, it's fine. But uh, yeah, so talking about horror movies, what is your history with horror movies? You did say earlier that you were afraid of the dark. Yes, I have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I actually am still to this day afraid of the dark. Um, being in the house alone with all the lights off and I hear a weird noise. I'm screaming like a little girl. Like... I just told you the story about like waking up yeah. at 3 a.m. and the dog staring at the door and panting. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? What's on the other what, side of the yeah, door? You know, animals, they can sense things. I know. Like, and in the middle of the fucking witching hour, I'm like, hey. That actually reminds me. I had uh, kind of a similar experience with my cat um, at my old house. We were just walking along and he just like stared at the end of the room towards nothing fucking did the whole halloween cat like and like walked <laughs> off i was like what was that dude that's so creepy what when animals that? freak out yeah 
So yeah, what um what are some movies that inspired you? It's not horror, but uh, do you remember a movie called Dreamscape? Mm, I do not. Dennis Quaid. Dennis he was. Quaid. It, it was like he could jump into people's dreams and kind of control what happened. But then there were other people like him that used it for malicious intent. Like, there's the theory that like you you die in a dream, you die in real life. So he was killing people, and then there's this um, like Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Yeah. So it was. Um, I can't remember if it was. It's been a while since I've seen it. I own it, and I haven't watched it in a while. But um, somebody hires him to sleep in a room close to the. They get him close enough to the president, and they're trying to kill the president. And Dennis Quaid has to go in and save the day. But there's there are nightmare sequences that just I remember seeing this on television on like a Saturday morning, just. Hmm on like Fox 42 or something, them running down this creepy set of stairs, running into this guy with a giant uh, snake head. Creep me the hell out. They had to kill him with an axe. What? I gotta check this out. Dude, it's it's a cool movie. Dreamscape. Mm. That was my biggest influence. And then other influences I had were my own nightmares. Like the being dunked in water and chased down a hallway, That those were nightmares that I've actually had. They were reoccurring nightmares. And I have a buddy who was he was constantly on the road. So when he was alone in his hotel room instead of masturbation, he would read a lot. Or maybe after masturbation he'd read a lot. But he, he read a lot of dream analysis books, long story short. And so I'd always call him about like, what does this mean? What does this mean? And I that's kind of what or who your character was based off of, Ren, was uh, a guy who read a lot of dream analysis books and me constantly asking him, he's like, Look, dreams don't mean fucking anything, but here's what the book says. Yeah. They mean you need to relax. Right. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your favorite films or scores? Because we also talk about scores on this podcast, which is why Ren is here, but he also plays in the movie. That's true. He plays Eric, the condescending friend who's like, my you first, just need to relax. My first celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. If only. But sure. Thank you. Appreciate that. You are welcome. But you want horror influences or just influences um, in general? I did. I mean, you know, this is a horror podcast, so I'll, no, I'll, not, I'll keep or, it horror. You were, you were you just talked about influence favorite? Excuse me. Favorite horror movie of all time. Favorite. Everybody makes fun of me for this, but I grew up on an acreage that was surrounded by woods. Blair Witch Project. Ooh, those I, were my I playgrounds until too. I saw that fucking movie, and then I never stepped foot in them again alone. Actually, last last time I did, this is a funny story. Last time I did, I was scouting locations for the Wicked Sun music video. I was in Hummel Park alone, way back in the depths of it. Nobody around. And it was just after a rain, and it was just after the uh, the big floods we had, like the Missouri River flooded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm... I'm about to walk in. I'm probably 200 yards from my car. I'm about to walk into this gully. I'm looking down to try to find my footing. And in the mud, gigantic cat print. Like mountain lion. I'm like, oh, I started looking around. I grabbed the biggest stick and I slowly backed up to my car. I'm like, "Don't, don't hit me, kitty. Don't hit me, kitty. Oh, my God. I don't see you, but I don't like you. I just panicked and then i called jeff the dude i was making the music video for him like you want to come to hummel park next weekend with me i can't do it alone i'm fucking freaking out 
So I'm afraid of big cats and the dark. Yeah. 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 I got a similar story. I was in California. I was um, talking to my buddy Scott. And he's like, let's go to Black Star Canyon. And I'm like, okay, that sounds great. What the hell is that? I have no idea. And he's like, well, I don't either. Let's just go. So, you know, we started like, I don't know, six, six or seven walking around this canyon. And we got pocket knives and crap, you know. I'm like, oh, yeah, that'll protect us. That's cool. <laughs> but I wasn't scared until like it got dark. And then all of a sudden he starts talking about, yeah, there's a lot of mountain lions here. I was like, hmm. <laughs> and I got They're big kitties everywhere. All of a sudden, I'm fiddling around with the pocket knife in my pocket. And I'm like, okay. I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> so I'm like. It's not big enough. It's time, to, it's time to go home. So he has to go pee. And he, he finds like a little, you know, whatever away from us. And he starts to pee in. And I, I'm like, mm, okay, I'm going to fuck with him. Because now I'm scared too. I'm like, it's time to go. So I got to get this guy scared. So he's peeing. Whatever. And I grab a big old rock. And I make sure I don't throw it at him. I throw it over him. Over, he could have... So it's just like... <laughs> and all of a sudden, he, dick in hand, he's like jumping around like, Whoa! Did you... <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what the hell that was. It could have been a mountain lion. Should we go? God, I gotta control your game. You gotta control show. you. Yeah, every, that's what they say. <laughs> I told you I'm not gonna be Russell Branded here. Oh, man. Uh, Welcome to the wackiest episode of Horrorflix and Music Mix. Uh, Without, yeah. So ap- after that, that scared the shit out of him. And then I didn't, I didn't tell him that I threw a rock until we left. We vacated because he was still like, "Let's just go deeper." And I'm like, "Let's get the fuck out." Are you guys shooting a porn? Jesus. Uh, no. We got out of Black Star <laughs> Canyon, not Black Star in the way you're thinking. Anyway, another movie I really like is Alien. Yeah. Yeah. Love Sigourney Weaver. Love Alien. Yeah. Dude, the only tattoo I have is of a xenomorph. It's my number three film of all time. Number one is Army of Darkness. Oh. I gotta say. Oh, you, what? That was gonna be mine, you uh, little... It can be yours. We can share. You can share. There's, Bruce you know. Campbell. Love you. We love you, Bruce Campbell. He's a good man. Come on, this podcast. Come on. Let's go. Let's Ooh. Do, do it. Do it. Actually, met Bruce Campbell once. Did you? Yeah. Um, we were down in Florida for a wedding and found out there was like one of those. What the fuck was it? Was it spook? It was like a horror convention, obviously, over in Tampa, or like an hour drive away. And Bruce Campbell was there. And uh, was it called How's Your Boomstick? How's Your Boomstick? No, but I went there. I'll show you guys after my <laughs> copy of Evil Dead, The Evil Dead. Um, stood in line. Ended up being a fucking two-hour line, but damn, I was in line for two hours, and I met Bruce Campbell and got my copy of The Evil Dead signed. Fuck yeah. Yeah. True story. Uh, Alien as well. Yeah, those are... I have to agree with both of you guys. Army of Darkness, The Evil Dead series. We just put out an episode on on The Evil Dead. Nice. Um, But yeah. You know, I'll be honest. I saw Army of Darkness first. Really? Yeah, my mom rented Um, it after it came out. And then I didn't know it was part of a trilogy at all until I was like 15, 16 years old. Because my mom rented it like 95. I was like 
11, 10 or 11. I'm an old fuck. Sorry. You're making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, when I was your age, Frankfurt has only cost a nickel. But no, it. I never realized it was a trilogy, long story short. Well, I feel like my dad set me up on that one. We were watching Evil Dead. It was one of those late nights First where I'm, I'm supposed to be in bed, but I'm not. And <laughs> yeah. so dad's like, oh, okay, we'll just throw Evil Dead on. And I'm like, the hell is that person trying to come up out of the out of that floorboard there, Dad. And he's just like, I don't know, maybe you should go to bed. <laughs> and, and I was oh, like, man. well, I'm uh, scared shitless, so yeah, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. And then, then we saw Army of Darkness, and I'm like, yeah, that's funny. Oh, crap, it's the same. Okay. It's the same thing, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he also introduced me to The Thing, which was, we, we have a good, funny, we can talk about that later, but yeah, he, I was... Hiding behind the corner, like, is it over yet? <laughs> and he's like, oh, it might be. Oh, so it's not. Mm. <laughs> the dog with the tentacles coming out of him. Well, shit, we still got to get into Ren. Ren, tell us a little bit about you. <laughs> about the film. Oh. No, about himself. Oh, about himself. About himself. Who are you? You may or may not. Exist. Exist. It's yes. possible. It's possible. I'm not even here. I don't know. Um, Red is in my house. <laughs> <laughs> just a figment of your imagination. You want good music to happen, and somehow it happens, and it just happens. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, what do you want to know exactly? Well, I mean, you do uh, a little dabble in the music. Like stuff you you know sounds better than anybody knows sounds uh indubitably well <laughs> i brought it back <laughs> i guess when i was very very young i i i don't know i always really enjoyed uh stuff by trent reznor and that's where i was Hell like yeah. oh crap you're sampling crap mm. it's not just guitars drums and bass and all that it, you're you're taking stuff out of movies and putting it into film and making it work and that really inspired me so it got me into just sampling anything like even if it's a stupid little rubber band in your hand if you can get it to sound cool cool put into a song and so that's that's where i got in, into all that and uh yeah you could even put a <laughs> of a Miller Lite into the podcast. That works. That's that's a good good job. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Um, so for me, audio engineering is kind of where like I take off. I enjoy that. I enjoy that more than making music. I feel like when you make a song, you got to promote it. People either like it or they don't. If you're in a band, then you got to try to get into the venues and either the venues like it or they don't yada 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 oh i'm apparently not <laughs> close enough to the mic i was backing off because uh, apparently i was too loud before so mm. sorry yeah what, what, you, well you know like uh, <laughs> when you're loud and then when yeah, you're I'm, when you're I'm, quiet you get i'm trying to control myself you're fine yeah <laughs> You it's could okay. you could edit this part out though. So <laughs> sorry, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, it's like uh, you're getting really quiet and you're looking around and talking and why when you when you I know this is my first time. I'm I'm used to just being like oh yeah and then but like this is hello 
Mm-hmm. Well, welcome. To talk about myself is just weird. I don't know what to say. Oh, you don't. A, a bit. It says a bit. Tell us a bit about you. And that's it. I just. I'll 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 answer for him. Thank you. He's a phenomenal musician. One of the best I've ever met. For one, two. He's an amazing audio engineer. This is what I want to know. Three. He's an amazing actor. Like this we is what we I just know. really quick. Did I did I tell you about what everybody was saying after you left the the film shoot on Sunday or Saturday? We did a we did a movie with our buddy. No, but I I feel like their laughter was indicative that I I like to make people laugh. So Dude, that's you cool. stole the show. Oh yeah, you stole and you were a fucking extra. You stole the show. Well, I want to be an extra. Dude, well this this I was being extra. film shoot is already done. But next what next extra? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll leave be right. in the background and be like. Hi. Not really. But. I was just shaving <laughs> potatoes, <laughs> man. Shaving potatoes. Shaving potatoes. <laughs> yeah, they they gave him a mundane role like shaving potatoes. He's like, all right, I'm gonna Jim Carrey the fuck out of this. <laughs> Do you really want to know? Like, I was thinking Black Hole Sun. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, I was like, okay, oh. and I didn't know that they wanted me to be like weird. So at first. But then, then I got the feeling they're like, no, 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 go a little extra, a little more. Yeah, I saw, I saw the and build then, up. Then I was like, oh fuck it, I'm just thinking Black Hole Sun. Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. I'm like, I'm gonna do those weird faces, mm-hmm. and I thought about even Black getting weirder to really do that. But I was like, nah, I'll just do weird smiles. <laughs> but he, long story short, he fucking nailed it. So nice, and he. Like out of it's everybody, and I'm it's and I'm, farts. I guarantee I'm not offending anybody that was on the film scene or uh, film shoot either because they agreed. Like y- you stole the show out of like there were people that had line after line after line after line after line, and all you had to do was shave a potato, and you fucking nailed it. That's what I do, buddy. Shave potatoes, but so besides shaving potatoes. <laughs> Do you want me to shave something else? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hacking over here. I mean, we're friends, but yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, no, no. I just want to know uh, what is your history with movies or horror movies or even um your history with like. Yeah, I guess. Well, was the first? Oh yeah, you already fucking talked about it. I don't even know why I'm asking. I, I like no, to. Wa- right. I like to watch them. Yeah. Well, here's and you were introduced at a young age. Oh yeah. Here's another I Miller Light. The Brought yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Goose, goose problem. I mean, we already heard the history. Uh, of no, yeah, no. Okay. Movies, I guess I'm just we. Um, no, that's. That, that, I stick to a format, you, not with you guys. That, well, that you you could follow uh, do a follow up question like. Um, no, I'll, I'll, I'll what, ex- as an adult, what are your favorite horror movies now? Well, I'll, I'll explain real quick too, in case you want to keep this. Yeah, um, my first foray into the horror film industry, whatever you want to call it, movies, watching them, is uh, the thing happened to come on the TV, and the the scene of the dog where those tendrils were coming out of the dog that scared the crap out of me. So I ran into my room, and my dad found it funny. So I'm like peeking out of the corner, like, is it over? And he's like, yeah. 
And I swear to God, I think he rewound it to where it was not over. It was just beginning. And then he's just yeah, like, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, you know, dad, thank you. That, that sucks. <laughs> you know, I have nightmares. And here's another one. Do you remember that? Yes. Uh, yes. I don't know if it was, what the hell is that? A Twilight Zone? Yeah, Twilight, Twilight Zone, Zone with like the the magician that pulls shit out of the hat and he pulls the rabbit out mm-hmm. and it's that maniacal rabbit. Yeah. Do you remember that? The the black I, and white ones, right? I did not remember that, but I always had this bad dream of a bad bunny. <laughs> bad bunny. And I was like, in all... Is that a rapper? It, well, yeah, it might be. So apparently I hate that person too. Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, I would have dreams about a bad bunny, and it was just a stupid little... And I had a brown rabbit that apparently I... My brain was like, yeah, that's that's the bad bunny. So in my dream, the, the bad bunny little brown stuffed rabbit would like reel its head back and go... Yeah! And I would be like, holy shit! And I would like hide it in the closet, and my mom would find it later. And she'd be like, and then she would put it back in my room. And I'd be like, oh my God, what the fuck? Why is it still here? So I would hide it again. She'd bring it back and put it in my room. And I was like, no. Your parents are fucked up, man. <laughs> they, my, my, to, to my mom's defense, she had no idea. She's just like, why the hell is this bunny in the closet? Oh, I'm going to be sweet and bring it back. It's weird. The, the, the rabbit's in the... It's like the mom in every horror movie that gets her kids killed. Yeah, I know. The rabbit's in the shower oh for some reason. Why is Jason dead? Oh, that's right. I because put, of the I put, choices you made, that's why. I let him sit in the back seat with the hitchhiker. Also, my name's Ren. Also, my name's Ren. Thanks, Ren. That is Ren. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, You're not dead. What? All right, Ren. Who are you? So we can get into the movie... <laughs> yeah, the movie that we did. The movie that instead you, of the bunny that you're afraid of. The, the movie well, that these I'm gonna start buying. You I fucking finally bunnies. fucking figured Sorry. it out that it was Twilight Zone, and that's clearly <laughs> where my brain went. I'm gonna have to look up this episode. Oh, dude, it's 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 dumb. Ren, what are some of your favorite horror film scores? Slash Army of Darkness film scores. Scores. Sound. Oh, oh, oh. sound. See, this this is a hard one because I really don't follow. Well, I guess films and scores. Yeah, so Army of Darkness. Hey, um, um, Danny Elfman's amazing because he's yes. in. He's just so strange. Just, that it's yeah, perfect. It, he does it, so much. It for for all of the film. What is the freaking director's name now? What, like Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah Tim, Tim Burton. Burton. Yeah, it was evading me for whatever reason. All of the Tim Burton films really kind of need Danny Elfman's weirdness, and oh, I, absolutely. I just I really appreciate yeah. that. And it he encapsulates that like tense moments, but also beautiful moments, and he does it in such a great way that it, it encapsulates like beauty and horror and just darkness all in one. And I really love that. Um, one of my favorites, though, and I. I I can't remember who who did this score, but one of my favorite movies as I was growing up was Explorers. And whoever did that score, here uh, I'll look it up real quick. Yeah, we could, we while could, you're talking, we I could we could look that up. But I just felt like when they're walking through the forest to get to the house and whatnot, just like the 
it 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 put you on a journey. It, it it the music itself made you feel like you were there as the kids walking towards the house to figure out how to build the spaceship and whatnot. It just gave this like explorers. Yeah, dude. If you haven't seen it, it, it is such a good movie. It's a pretty cool kids movie. It's Ethan Hawke, River Phoenix, and what? um, let me look. Jason Preston, maybe. I know his name's Jason. When was this? Like the eighties? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. They are totally. 80s. They are baby faced, dude. Yeah. This dude, was yeah. eighty five. Yeah, Ethan Hawke must have been like thirteen. What? River Phoenix? Yeah, about the same age, thirteen wow. to fifteen. Original music by Jerry Goldsmith. Yes. Let's what see else, what else he did. Yeah, what else has Jerry done? Jerry, come on down to the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Uh, I think he would not make it. He died. In 2004. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Hey, now, we're in, in now we're in the horror. You yep. know, he could come in as the spirit. <laughs> I did make that music. It was good. <laughs> wow, they're still using his music today. Jerry, settle down. Like music he composed, they're using in the new Star Trek show. Um, Curious yeah. George. Uh, little happy. The Rambo video game. My God, Rambo video game. Yeah, apparently there's a Rambo video game. I've never even heard of it. Hmm. But let's let's go back to because he's got two hundred and ninety eight music credits. Oh, nice, a busy boy. Good so. job, Jerry. All right, Mister. Oh, <laughs> uncredited conductor for Mister Baseball. Mom and oh, Mom and Dad save the world. You remember that movie? Yep. Yeah, that's a weird one. Shoot yourself in the head. No one. Paramount theme. Apparently, no one got that reference. Nope. That's cool. And Ben even mentioned the movie. It's all right. Gremlins 2. Sorry, I'm reading. Total Recall. Warlock. Yeah, now we're getting into the horror. Wow. Leviathan. Good job, Jerry Goldsmith. Oh, Total Recall, dude. So he did the, the Rambo Gremlins 2 and 3. Too. Rent a cup. Fatal Attraction. Lionheart. <gasps> Inner Space. Oh, nice. That was a great movie. A little Hell comedy. Hell yeah, it was. But yeah, he's he's got hell of a resume. That was uh, Martin oh. Short, Martin Shorten, and uh, uh, that was another Dennis Quaid movie. Yeah, Dennis Quaid. There it is. Um, he did Legend also. Oh wow! Yeah, nice. Whoa. You know, all right. Fun fun fact or not fun fact? Um, funny story. I cannot listen to Cradle of Filth. <laughs> Why? Because the elf in that movie, Gump, he. Sounds the like lead it. singer of Cradle of Filth sounds like Gump. <laughs> the horn! They took the unicorn's horn! The ghost in the fog! <laughs> Fuck off. My I can't do it. Ben Gaddafi! <laughs> I like Cradle of Filth. Dustin's like, this is not a <laughs> yeah. comedy podcast. What are you assholes doing? Oh my god. I'm I'll just swallow your soul! <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> But yeah, they're a talented Danny band, Phil. and I respect what they do. I just cannot listen to them. But yeah, that, so um, I I like the one song pretty much. Amphetamine. I think you've brought this up before on uh, on the podcast, but who I, I'm going to ask you a question: Who's your favorite composer, or what what's your favorite score for a, a horror movie? Me? Yeah, me. Favorite score? We were just listening to the thing. 
There should be another one right there. We were just listening Ren, to the thing. The table. Um, the table there. The table. Nope. I I took it. Oh well. I fuck took it. it. Ren doesn't get any more. Ren doesn't get any more. Um, my favorite score. Oh what my gosh. Uh, just like some of your favorites, it doesn't have to be yeah, like your number I, one. Because I've been like listening to a lot, obviously lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna lie, Goblin Suspiria is so awesome. What what is it? Goblin. Okay. Suspiria, 1977 movie. Uh, Suspiria. I don't think I'm familiar with it. Whoa. All right, movie night. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> you're such an asshole. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah, yeah I don't actually, think um, going down to Lawrence here on. Uh, well, actually, this episode is going to be in the future. But I'm going <laughs> by the time this fucking has came. By the time this comes out, um, I would have already have seen Goblin. I'm driving down to Lawrence, and they're performing. Uh, do you, are you familiar with the movie? Um, what is it? Demons. Possibly Lamberto uh, Bava. Uh, yeah, so they do the score for that, and they're playing the entire score for the movie, and then they're playing a second oh, set. Oh, that's badass. Yeah, and they're playing a second set as well. Last year, they did the Suspiria score and toured, and I missed it. Um, I don't know. that Like, Goblin, honestly, John Carpenter, uh, his stuff's really simple, but everybody knows the freaking michael myers theme or the halloween theme everybody knows it and his other work like his use of 80s synth is i don't i like 80s synth me too what it it really depends on the the situation but like the movies of his because he's got such a catalog yeah um, some of the, the greatest horror movies to come out have been him. Some of the uh, greatest comedies have been him. Big Trouble in Little China. Come on now. Mm. But he's got such a unique style, and it, it works for every single film. Like People Under the Stairs. Wasn't that him? Was or was that, that Wes, Wes Craven? Craven. That's, that was yeah, Wes Craven. Yeah. Um, what am I thinking of then? Um, uh, uh, Prin- Prince of Darkness. Ooh. Thinking with, with, uh, uh, it's still got Dr. Loomis in it. Yeah, and why am I forgetting his name? Mm-hmm. Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper is in that, yes. Yeah, he's the guy, yeah. like the hobo that attacks. And then yeah. um, Gene Simmons is in that, too. He's the radio host. What? Yeah. <laughs> not not Richard Simmons. Not Richard Let's work Simmons. out. Oh, my gosh. Did you see, what was that? Uh, did you see that Pauly Shore is going to be Richard Simmons in, like, a biopic? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's perfect. Yeah, I, uh, I'll that's show That's amazing. You. Yeah, he has a Facebook ad. I'll show it to you. Awesome. It's pretty funny. Yeah, that's that's how I found out. And he, I guess he's in contact with him. So S- Speaking of horror, uh, like four or five years ago, he was, I guess I think he's living in Vegas now, or he's got contacts in Vegas. Oh, I don't like- know. He, but he, he did a, a short horror film where he had kidnapped this woman, tied her to a chair, and was like beating the hell out of her. And it, it's actually really good. Like him seeing him in a serious role, he's like Becky. Come on, Becky. Uh, no, tell me the, the truth. truth. Right. <laughs> Have you seen <laughs> Phantom of the Mall? Eric's Revenge. Never even fucking heard of it. It's got Paulie Shore in it. Nice. And it's a uh, obviously a fucking ripoff Phantom of the Opera, but it takes place in the mall, and it's an '80s B horror movie, and it's got Paulie Shore in it. That's great. Like it's '80s style themed no he can't i mean it came out in in the 80s oh it did so he was super young then or 
Yeah, it may be early 90s, maybe. But, yeah, definitely recommend that one. Well, there was, like, New Nightmare was still in the the feel of 80s movies, even though it was, like, 1995. Mm-hmm. That was actually the first Nightmare movie I saw when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. And how did that make you feel? Fucking scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I believe it. And then I ended up watching the first Nightmare on Elm Street, and that scared uh, that scared the shit out of me to the point where I turned it off. I still, like, unpopular opinion, that's my favorite one. First one? Yeah. I mean... I think that's that's got to be hands down my favorite one. Like, it's <sighs> it's nuts seeing all those actors in it that you've seen in other things now. And then mm. the... That was Johnny Depp's first movie. Yeah. Was it his first movie ever? Yeah. I think so. It says introducing Johnny Depp in the opening credits. I don't know yeah, if it's I, his I, exact I, first movie. I think it is. It's like his what? first big role. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I'd say speaking role, because I know he got a lot of credits in Platoon, but wasn't he didn't that, have a speaking role, I don't think. Wasn't that because of uh, Nick Cage? Wasn't that because of Nick Cage? Nick Cage, please. I don't. I don't know. Please What's God. the story on that? I, 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 maybe I'm wrong, or I dreamt it, but I feel like Nick Cage, <laughs> uh, like, helped him get that role. What? It's they possible. Were, they, they were friends. Yeah. They, everybody. Everybody's touching each other's pooters in Hollywood. I guess. Yeah. Mm, yeah. The pooter touching. <laughs> so, but yeah, that doesn't make sense. Johnny depped into that one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. Speaking First of one. nightmares. Oh, back to the movies. <laughs> Speaking of nightmares, let's fucking get into the Nightmare Paradox. All right. Directed by Just you. Directed by you. You did this. You pointed at me or Ren? I, ca- I can't remember. I'm looking at you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, the, the one thing you got to remember about the Nightmare Paradox is yes. this. Yes. You just gotta relax. <laughs> I even made tur 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 shirts, t shirts that say that. You just gotta relax. Yeah. We're gonna get into it. All right. Hit me with it. So I wrote down a freaking format. How did I first hear about it? Well, I know you. Yep. Hit me with the format. Let's do this. Let's go over <laughs> no, it. No, sorry. Uh do you want to give us a spoiler free short summary? I wanna hear your short summary on this short film. A man who's father's body was just found starts having memories of his childhood trying to talk to friends about it they tell him to fuck off and kick rocks i'm just kidding one does but anyway yeah he's he's having nightmares and his father's body was just found and he tries to get help from his friends and his friends aren't quite getting what he's going through so he starts having these these nightmares that are hyper realistic and he keeps waking up in spots that he wasn't like when he gets pulled into the nightmare, he's not there. It's it's almost like sleepwalking, but not, is that, is that a good, I don't know. I think so. Without, yeah, without yeah, no, spoilers, no, that, I mean, without spoilers, that's good. Um, hyper realistic dreams when walking alone and he, wakes, he sometimes stubs his toe <laughs> when he wakes up. Sometimes he's actually at the office. It's not just waking up in bed. Yeah, he's he, waking, he's right. Waking he's waking up, up, up in different he's places. He's waking up in different yeah. places. It's kind of like waking a, up in the like, woods. It's kind of like a Fight Club situation. It, yeah, but the only thing is, he's not also Eric because he didn't relax. 
All right, let me let me explain the whole. Well, you just need to relax thing. Well, we, we okay, yeah. yeah you, I'll, I'll just do it now. Yeah, um, go for it. He keeps trying to get advice from. Excuse Ren. me. He keeps trying to get advice Him. from Ren. Yes, his name is Eric. In Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric. Got my name wrong again. Now my name's Eric. Eric. Now you're Eric. We will refer to you as Eric. Tries to get advice from him in the, in the film, and he's just like, dude, like, fuck off with this. I don't need this. I've got my own shit going on. You you want a little advice? Here, think of the ocean when you go to bed. Something relaxing. Let the waves pull you in. You just need to relax. Smoke some weed. Get get the fuck guess. over it. <laughs> It's been three months since your dad's body was found. I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, move on. We got to watch the, vid- uh, the video game. We got to watch the football game. That's yeah, he's on. like, a, movie, movie, movie time. Football time. Yeah. Football Whatever time. time. I got to go masturbate. He just doesn't care. Yeah. So that that's the whole thing. Like, he tells him, like, three times in five minutes, you just need to relax. And he doesn't take the hint. Spoiler alert. Spoiler Speaking of spoilers, um, should we? I kind of literally, I got. Let's see, two two pages here. Of, Shit, yeah. Like, of your hit short, me with what you want to ask. Of your no, I mean no. This is the summary of what was going down in the. Oh my god! This is what happened. <laughs> you wrote the screenplay. <laughs> I, I wrote it. God I wrote damn. it. If you want me to give it away, but we feel like you t- also need to relax. <laughs> oh, I'm relaxed. I got you guys around. <clears throat> Prove it. Mm. Let's see your dick. No. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, usually when we go through movies, we do, like, reviews, but this movie is short film. I want to hear your review. Be, is, be brutally honest with is, me. Well, I didn't really write a review. I like it. That's my review. Well, no, no, no like, get into detail. Like, I thank okay, you, get, by the way, but, like, what, what get, did get you not detail. like? What did I not like? Yeah, because the only way I'm going to get better is by hearing things that... People didn't like. Did not that like. we didn't do the zoo. Oh fuck that off! <laughs> that, we, that you didn't. Do That's the, an inside joke. I'm not that, going into no, that. That you didn't do the zoo. <laughs> all, right, all right. Okay. Okay. Oh my so, headphones came out. <laughs> they, oh, they came out of my. Yeah, okay. I'll let him plug in real quick. Plug it in. I'll explain this while he's plugging well, it in. Well, okay. Yeah. What's, so, what's I'll, I'll, I'll go into it. I'll yeah, go into yeah, it. Yeah. It's it's not embarrassing because like. Every everybody's worried about being offended by this or that these days. Like he, we were we were watching the uh, the rough cut. This was like four years ago because it, it, it took a long fucking time to make this. That's a different story altogether. But we were watching a rough cut, and at the very end, it's like it's a spoiler territory. So earmuffs, people. Yeah, spoilers, spoilers. He shoots up out of bed, you know, and then he's like, "Oh, what the fuck!" And then it cut. It cuts to credits. The original was, he's like, oh, what the fuck? Puts his hands over his head and lays back in bed. And then he gets yanked off the bed. And then while that happened, Ren went, whoop, with, like, because we're all, we're, there's like 10 of us sitting in a room and he just, like, mouthed, whoop. And I look at him like, motherfucker, you just ruined this for me. And I was so offended. I was so offended, but he's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, I'm glad I'm offended, because now I know it was fucking stupid. Like, I'm cutting that out of it. I turned it into a dark comedy. So that <laughs> that's what I mean about, like, being being offended. Like, when, when somebody's doing something like that, like, yeah, be offended, but turn it into something positive. Like, yeah, okay, 
if he's doing this, everybody else is going to fucking do it. So I'm like, yeah, cut, cut it. Cut it. Get rid of it. Yep. And he's like, I'm so sorry. It's just, still to this day, every once in a while, he apologizes for it. And I'm like, no, I'm glad you fucking did it. Because now I know it was stupid. Yeah. Then he and the entity became friends after they realized that joke and they went and had chicken wings. Yeah. Well, honestly, spoiler, because of the ending. Yeah. Like how he just wakes up and he goes, oh, and then like, it just cut. That's it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, when I saw that at the screening, I was like, fuck, I want more. So, like, I don't know. I like that ending because it leaves you wanting more. Right. And that that was the point. Like, I have I have the uh, the ending. Like, I, I have a, a, a full-length script done, ready to go. People give me money. Let's do this. But <laughs> so how it ends is, no, I'm kidding. But. The real it, thing is is the zoop. And I I love cliffhangers. I I I love them. Like what's your favorite cliffhanger? Uh it's it's with Sylvester Stallone. Yes, I was about to say it's a cliffhanger. God dang it. I was going to say it. You beat me to the punch or or Ace Ventura when nature calls. Yeah. At the beginning when they mock cliffhanger. Yeah. But no um my dude the the cliffhanger the cliffhanger that drove me the crazy the most was freddy versus jason at the very end he jason's walking out of the lake with, with his head. head yeah and he opens his eyes and winks at the camera i'm like motherfucker where's our next freddy versus jason nope never okay okay this is see the- and that's what i'm saying like that's the one clip that's my favorite cliffhanger because i i know we're probably not getting another one but it still yeah. was like the the glimmer of hope was there because he winked at the camera hmm this isn't a cliffhanger, but the, these movies always bothered the crap out of me, and I can't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to name the title right. What's that stupid movie with the guy that had that ball that chased oh, you around? Oh, Phantasm. Phantasm. Yeah. I hated those stupid movies because it's like, okay, well, they just leave are they going right to ever get this movie. dude? Yeah. And it never fucking, no. It's like, he's just like, <laughs> I'll get you anyway. I don't care. <laughs> I hate that, those movies. It's just like, okay, you're, you're being, uh, you're being chased by this freaking ball and you throw a door and it's like the ball figures out like, yeah, I'm going to shave through it. <laughs> I'm going to get you somehow. I, I will say. The, and then that stupid old guy's like, did my ball get you? It might have. And then you're thinking, well, I'm safe. I killed the guy. And then the guy somehow resurrects himself and is like, you did. So you're dying anyway. I hate those movies because of that. That's a cliffhanger for me. It's not a cliffhanger, but it, that I hate those. That, I love the second sucks. one because they they uh, gave a shout out, even though they, they copied Evil Dead Two so much and Phantasm Two that they wrote Sam Raimi's name on the ashes. Oh wow! Did they did the they copy the ashes. did they copy the the middle finger of the the hand? I think they did. Oh, are you serious? No. But oh. they, they copied a lot of the first-person camera movements. The, the, the comedy of it. God, you got to love that middle finger, though. It had mm-hmm. the greatest voice. Right. <laughs> anyway, back to our movie. All right. Oh, my God. I, I digress. I just, I just realized that Ren is the hand from Evil Dead 2. No, absolutely. <laughs> He's fucking human. Well, he finally regenerated the rest of the body. Shit. I didn't want to. Holy shit. 
release that information. Um, Bruce Campbell is now going to be contacting me, so... <laughs> you are Bruce Campbell's hand regenerated <laughs> to another person. I'm bad Ash, and you're good Ash. You're goody little two-shoes. Goody little two-shoes. <laughs> good, bad, I'm the guy with the gun. So, Have fun with that. Um, let me get... Let me just get into the movie. All right, hit me. I'm gonna I'm gonna just talk about the movie. All right, what I wrote down, the yep. screenplay as you said. Yeah, it's he's got like fucking the, the screenplay was 26 pages. I wrote it in two. That's he's how, got he's got a treatment for the movie. I got a treatment for the movie, and we're gonna talk. I'm just gonna yeah, and you just hit me with whatever you want to talk about after each scene because there's honestly like ten scenes. Yeah. It was a lot for a short film. Yes. I'm not intelligent. <clears throat> it was a lot of work. It's all right. I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of effects and stuff in it. I, I do want to dive into that. So, all right. Okay, so we're gonna talk about the Nightmare Paradox spoilers. This movie is gonna be releasing in festivals, and we'll talk about that a little bit afterwards. So, I'm gonna. If you can't make it to the festival, you get to hear about it here. How about that? Bada bing. And then once you can maybe finally watch it, you should watch it and support Ben. And Ren. And Ren. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's mostly Ben. I'm oh. just kidding. But, okay. <clears throat> so, I wrote down. What the hell? Starts out, guns blazing, no pun intended. Bada bing. Intense from the start, and it draws you in. So, it starts out with, uh, so is that the mom and dad? In the beginning? Yes. Okay, so it starts out with the parents arguing, and a kid hiding around the corner. The dad is about to shoot the mom and sees the kid, so the kid runs outside into the woods, falls down crying, and is greeted by a woman in a red dress. The dad then shows up, picks him up, carries him off, kicking and screaming. Boom. Cold open. What gave you that idea? Oh, I don't want to get into all that. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot darker than you want to hear on this fucking podcast. Okay. But do you have anything to say? Yeah, it's like one of the most frightening things to me is domestic violence. It's 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 fucking terrifying. Yes. So, like the fact that they're arguing and then she like I, I tried to make the audio where it was mumbled and you could barely make out what they were saying. Yeah. So you can't tell what triggers the dad. But he fucking grabs her by her neck, throws her up against the counter, and she's got to defend herself. She grabs like this pot, smacks him over the head with it. He fucking smacks her and drags her upstairs, points a gun in her fucking face. Mm -hmm. And the kid's watching all of this, and that's when he realizes, oh, fuck. I'm traumatizing my child right now. But he runs out into the middle of the woods, and that that's where he finds comfort. So then comes along the woman in the red dress and you find you don't find out until dad scoops him up that that's a almost a figment of his imagination mm-hmm. or like an apparition which like, we later later on find out. Yes. But then nightmare paradox. Nightmare paradox. Uh Ren, did you do the opening credit score? I might have. I yes, he did. I think you did. I, I paused the movie and I looked at the credits. Yeah. 
what inspired you to do that score? I, I like it. It's like the whole piano and everything. Oh, it's one of those things where you just you're watching the the film, the footage, and you're like, what fits here? And Ben was with me when we did it, and we we flicked through a lot of different presets and whatnot, and we're like, does this fit? Does this that fit? And we found one that was kind of a preset that just set the the general theme. This is like whatever. And then I was like, oh, okay, that leads me to kind of want to do this piano theme. Do, do, whatever the case may be. And we just, we got the timing right. Because I know we were, we were cognizant of the, the movement of the feet and stuff. And we wanted the, the beat to sync up. I know we did that. And then we just got the the piano to hit right, mm-hmm. and we were, like I said, we were cognizant of that. Hmm. And uh, then it just kind of turned into this like weird uh, Trent Reznor thing. So I don't know if I'm emulating him or if he was emulating me. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably <laughs> from the you. past. I don't, and it, and I don't know. I mean, it, it sounds like that and it's it i am inspired by him but i don't think it sounds like him if you know what i mean yeah it doesn't it, it doesn't it has yeah. it you can tell that it has influences of yeah. Reznor, it, it's, but at the same time it's your own it's it's hard for me to to deny that i am heavily influenced by him and atticus ross but i don't feel like it's theirs if that makes sense absolutely sure yeah I think it does. So yeah, after the title card and the music and all the goods, we get into it. Um, it then shows our main character, it's Seb- Sebastian, right? Yes. All grown up and waking up from the nightmare. He goes to see his friend, Eric. Who? Oh yeah, we got to refer to you as Eric from now on. He goes to see you, Eric. And he asks for advice, asking, um, you know, what his dream meant. And then there's a knock on the door, and it's your sister, right? It's Eric's sister, Melissa. 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 Yeah. See, I I, I pay attention. But I mean, she joins in on the conversation while Eric gives advice. Um, Mel and Bash. That was the nickname, right? Like yeah, bash. you called him okay. Bash. I was like Bash. What? Okay. It's it's a better nickname than Sea Bass. Sea Bass. Kick his ass, Sea Bass. <laughs> I think Bash is <laughs> Bash is head in Bash. <laughs> Kick his ass, Sea Bass. Hell yeah. Oh, hold on, pardon me. Okay, oh. <coughs> sorry. That was, that was a good one. <laughs> um, Mel and Bash then go for a walk to, uh, to the ocean, and once they get there, she pulls out a gun and turns into like this like effect pops up on her and she turns into this evil entity with red eyes and she pulls the trigger and boom bash wakes up from the dream is that one of your dreams that one no okay that that was a one of mine <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like what are you dreaming right now <laughs> no you were but, saying earlier uh the whole drowning in the hallway sequence that was, yeah those those were, those were nightmares. my nightmares okay. yes but this Which this one it up. was um that like I said earlier, this is the character Eric is based on my friend. It's it's a very exaggerated version of it's kind of a mixture between Eric Coleman and 
Jared Norwood. Mostly Jared. But he uh, he's not that big of a dick. He's just a lot more like more in a hurry. Hmm. But so I, I exaggerated this character to just be like, come on, dude, you're wasting my fucking time here. Uh, but it, it, it begins like I wanted to give the impression that because the very first shot you see of him in that living room, in Eric's living room, he's on a couch. And I was trying to give the impression like he's at therapy or something. Mm. And then you hear this voice say, like, I know what's wrong with you. You're fucking crazy. Now get your shoes off the goddamn couch, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? So then it's it's just them arguing, like, tell me the fucking dream. You know, this is, it's just dream anxiety disorder. Move on. You just need to relax. Mel Mel comes in. She's like, I haven't seen you since dad's funeral. How have you been? Because dad's body, because dad disappeared. Like, after, after that day, dad, he didn't see his dad again. So he had this feeling of ab- abandonment. And excavators... God damn it. Excuse me. Excavators found his body. Mm-hmm. And he's still dealing with the aftermath of that. And that's what that nightmare was about. Like, because he had a, a almost like a flashback nightmare. And he's trying to make sense of it. And that... I didn't... I guess I didn't really explain it in the film. But it's it's kind of like a reoccurring dream. And I think, I think Bash says it like once or twice. But anyway, M- Melissa notices that Eric's not helping him. Bash is ha- or not helping Bash. Bash is having a fucking real problem with reality right now. So she's like, clearly you don't need a fucking party. Let's let's go to the ocean. Let's go to the beach. Just get your fucking mind off shit. And since Eric and Melissa both brought up something about waves or the ocean or something, that's in his head, which leads to coming coming scenes. So every everything that's like said or seen, he has he has a nightmare of, or so on and so forth. Yeah, bleeds into his psyche. Exactly. Oh yeah. So yeah, after she pulls the trigger and he wakes up again, and he's telling Eric that his sister just shot him in his dream, and Eric's like, "Whoa, shit!" <laughs> uh, Eric offers him a coffee and then tells him. That they never made it back from the ocean, the walk yesterday. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Man, how are you doing?" And this and that, you know. He's concerned about him. Um, he asks Sebastian if he's doing okay, and he's got to be careful because there. No, no, I'll let you do it. I'll let Eric do it. There's no God where you're going. Bam! Fucking smashes his <laughs> <laughs> smashes his head into uh, the desk and turns it to another dream. You have I- anything to say about that? Eric, sorry. You're looking at me. No. Okay. <laughs> You've got plenty to say about that, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, his his whole character, like that that's a scene where he's being kind of condescending. He's concerned for his friend, but the fact that he caught him sleeping, it's time to like make fun of him. Like he knows he's all right. Yeah. And Yeah, was he sleeping at work? Yeah, he yeah. he had fallen asleep at his desk. So, yeah, I, I basically just say, like, you look like shit, man, yada, yada, yada. But then, like... Well, and he tries to bring him coffee, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I bring him coffee, set it down for him, but reality turns to, like... He starts falling asleep again. Yeah. It, it turns to hallucination, 
And then that's where my character just says, there's no God where you're going. And then I... not going to spoil that. There's a spawn. Well, we're we're going. We're, we're in spoiler it. territory okay. right now. Yeah, we're in spoiler, spoiler territory. So uh, there's no God where you're going. So I smash his head down on the table, mm-hmm. and that's where that scene ends. And then he wakes back up into a different reality. Yep. But yeah, my the, I I love that scene because he's like Nick's like yeah, I, dude, I'm fine. You're like, are you? Because I've been watching you sleep for a while now. Yeah. And he's, he's like, what like, the what? fuck like, are you talking you about? Say? You're like, he's like, careful. There's no God where you're going. <laughs> yeah. and it just, Smash. yeah, just bam. It just keeps going from there for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, yeah, after he wakes up again, after the head smashing, he calls Mel and asks where Eric is. They are at a restaurant. Um, they're drinking, which I have a question. What is the song playing? Do you remember? That, I cannot remember the name of like, it, but it's, it's, I have, I have an account with Epidemic Sounds and Artlist. And I think it was on Epidemic Sounds. It was a pop artist that I found that was hmm. kind of like 80s. Because I was trying to find something. Because there was 80s music playing on that patio hmm. when we recorded. So And that came in very heavily through that. So I was trying to find something to match it. And Ren kept saying, or Eric kept saying something <laughs> like, we we can write something to match this. I'm like, no, we we have it. I like okay. We can use this. Because I... Like, it's expensive, so I can use it in film. Yeah, let's. I can cover this up with this. It's a similar beat, and bada bing. After this, um, this section is done. We should talk about that bar, though, because there's, there's. Oh yeah, there is. There is a, a bunch of stuff we could talk about. There, there is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah, we. Uh, oh, but I. We can so go into it right on. now. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. go into it now if you want. So yeah, you you, you did start talk the, about this at what the was, what really let, let me let me start this like Ren at the time was living in Portland Eric. and Eric at the time Eric was at the time. living in Portland, bro. He took the 101 to the 405 and he fucking fucked. Technically I was living in Westland, Oregon, but I worked out of Portland. But anyway, anyway I also <laughs> like to go to bars in, you know, but anyway, so a variety of surrounding <laughs> territories, so, whatever. We're when we're scouting locations, like I've I've already looked up some online. We got lucky with the fucking beach, absolutely lucky because I looked up this location on like these two surfers were there on YouTube, and I found the exact location first try when we went to go film. But this this bar, I was asking him like, is there a bar that we could film at? He's like, yeah, there's, there's this place I I've drank at a couple times. I'll, I'll ask him. And he, he called up, and they gave us permission. And well, I'll, I'll let you take it from here, man. Yo, yo! Well, I actually called them, got verbal permission. I can't remember if I told them to email me for the written permission, mm-hmm. but the owner of the bar, who I assumed I was talking to, said, "Yeah, no big deal. You got permission. You uh, you can go in on X Y Z date, which we planned on." And uh, he said, just talk to, uh, let's just call her Carrie. He's like, talk to Carrie, which we did meet. And I was like, yo, uh, Bob Smith said, we're cool to film at this XYZ time here today. And she's like, all right, cool. So the person at the front desk was like, okay, cool. Yeah, whatever. And then we got set up. And then all of a sudden, once we were set up, some other woman's like marching in like, what 
the heck are you doing? <laughs> you can't film here. What do you mean? You didn't ask permission. I'll swallow your soul. <laughs> I knew it was breakfast. coming. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's not breakfast time, lady. So Give me we, a kiss, asshole. Can we still film? I mean, come on. Let's go. And eventually <laughs> she's just like, well, as long as you don't keep uh, any of the other patrons in the shots, you got like, what, 30 minutes? Yeah, something like that. But you, you did you did a fantastic job with PR on that. Like he he was totally the public public relations. He'd like, what at, what was I cool about yeah, it? I don't yeah, know. was you, I? Cool? You were like you were stern. Well, normally I get kind of pissed off. No, 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 no. Like you you, you pulled her aside, and I, we could kind of hear. I wanted to record it, but she said no recording. I wasn't gonna fucking push the buttons, but. I remember you pulled her to the side and you you, you explained to her, look, I talked to so-and-so, we can film, or that that said we could film, and so cool. this is what we're doing here, and we even got confirmation when we got here, so I don't know who... Who told you otherwise. Right. Like, I, they, I apologize nobody didn't. informed you, but we called two weeks ago and got confirmation and blah, 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 and then she like had a compromise, I think. We had to film in the corner. And yeah, she she did give us the compromise. I do remember that. I just I can't remember that confrontation with her and I. I just know that I had at I must have had written or an email that I may may have shown her mm-hmm. because otherwise I probably would have flown off the handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then but we would have been it was all squashed. We would have been with. out skis if I did that. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's fine. But yeah, so yeah, that was that was fun. It, it was a good time. <laughs> we didn't get arrested. You didn't get arrested. No, <laughs> you're here I mean, today. None of us yes. were. None of us were mean no. about it. It we was just. just a, a mis- I was. I was, was like, mis- I hate this place. I'm gonna burn this mother down. It was I'm just kidding. a misunderstanding. Yep. So yeah, after the whole restaurant scene, um, Bash. Yeah, he calls Mel and asks where Eric is, and she's like, hey, "I'm sitting right next to me. We're having a drink at this restaurant," and they're. Saying, "Hey, come on down, join us," and he's like, "Nah, I gotta go home and get some shit done." Once he goes back home, he goes back to sleep, and shit gets weird, is what I wrote. Nice. Uh, there's a the eclipse over the ocean. There's flashbacks to his childhood. There's a lot of, of, of special effects going on. Yeah. yeah, it's like you know, you know, when you're you're falling asleep and you're trying to focus on one thing, and then that one thing everything else starts bleeding in like you have this random thought that bleeds into another one that bleeds into another one that's that's where it was going and like the the eclipse like he was trying to think of waves the ocean let the waves carry you in and blah blah blah. but all of a sudden like he starts thinking like there's that eclipse where the because it's a sunset on the beach and then here comes that eclipse like oh fuck Mm. and then he he has a flash of the woman in red in the in the woods and then he has a flash of that hole and that hole is loretta's view of spoiler alert being buried Mm. so the dirt Mm. flying on her he's getting pulled off the bed Mm. and that's that's where my nightmare begins is like but my my personal nightmares like i got pulled off you like you know the feeling of falling like you feel like you're sitting Uh, or laying too close it happens all the time to the edge yeah and yet but it's it's perpetual, but then you're in water and like, you feel like it, it's almost like a sleep paralysis when you can't breathe and you can't move, 
mine has always been underwater. Like the, I, I never saw sleep paralysis creep because that's basically what this creature is: is a sleep paralysis monster. Okay, but I, I never saw them like this. I saw them as just like dark figures, and I could never see their eyes. But I thought that the piercing red eyes would be a, more a, 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 a nice touch. And funny thing is, like the the way the creature design was supposed to be was my my influence was the Come to Daddy video from Apex. Oh yeah. yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. this is when I was weighing uh, 180 I thought- pounds. I was gonna lose 20 pounds, shave all the hair on my body, put a, latex all over myself, get Could've bangs, the, black uh, contacts, and Nick talked me out of it. Keep looking the, over there. What's? I'm afraid of the dark. What's it, going on? It's just the light keeps changing. So oh. out of the peripheral, I'm like... But, okay, so... <laughs> but long story short, he's held underwater. He rips him up out of it and starts screaming in his face. And you can't... like it, It's... I made a creature noise because I couldn't really get uh, a creature noise that sounds like it's trying to say words. Okay. And because I mean, the the whole point of it was like it's trying to say something to, to him, tell him something. Yes, and he he can't understand it, so he's just understanding. Is it a, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I understood that, dude. We we'll have coffee after this. That's cool. You want to get a piece of pie too? Okay, see? Yeah. Everybody understood that one. I put my translator on. Anyway. (laughs) So then he's he shot into the hallway. Mm -hmm. And that that I remember feeling slight pain in my dreams. Like when I'd be slammed on the fucking ground. Because it was like, oh my god. Because I well, actually, let, let, let me rephrase. It was like getting like being shot almost sideways it feels like i'm falling but then i hit the wall and then i hit the ground Hmm. it's like it's very odd but um the best way i could describe it um the video game evil within knocked that out of the park there was a scene where they did that and i was like holy shit i've had that fucking dream like playing the game i I stopped for a few days i'm like is this my life what is going on (laughs) but it so long story short it's chasing him down the hallway and the the sorry to sound like all filmmaker nerdy <laughs> it was it was uh, uh an example of my inner being <laughs> now the the hallway is like his consciousness you know and he's the the creature's trying to direct him one way like following him down the fucking hallway and he's trying to open these doors but he can't get through because he's he's not focusing you know what i mean like and so he catches him down at the end of the hall and then he's awake yep right when he catches him he wakes mm-hmm. up uh so that goes into yeah you just you just said the whole next scene the whole nightmare mm-hmm. scene uh sorry no no that's fine because i didn't have to do it and you explained it a lot cooler than i did or i would sorry uh, you wrote the script. It's right there. Yeah, I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> IMDb credit. Mm, yep. So, yeah. And so once he reaches the hallway and the creature lures him down to the end and he gets to the door, the door is locked and the creature attacks him. Mm-hmm. And he wakes up. And once he wakes up, he goes and sees Eric again. And that's when, that's the carrot scene, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God. Just, I'm going to let 
I'm gonna let uh, Eric explain uh, the carrot scene. Hold on, let me say the scene, and then you could talk about your carrots, Eric. Okay. All right. I'd rather not. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he goes and sees Eric and describes the recent dream. Eric tries and gives him advice again. Sebastian then gets a call from his mom, right? Yes. Okay. And he tells her that he's been seeing a he's been dreaming of a woman in a red dress, and his mom's all like, "Oh yeah, that's Loretta, your childhood imaginary friend." And he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And you don't want to talk about the carrots, okay? And Eric is eating carrots a lot in in that scene. By the um, way, he shook his head. He didn't enunciate what he was, or even vocalize his emotions. There, you want. I had to eat so many carrots in that scene. <laughs> I felt like I was Bugs Bunny. <laughs> okay, let me let me give you an example of my uh, film style. I'm a pain in the ass. I like a lot of takes, okay, and I like Stanley. a right, and I like a, a lot of angles. But I will never, I never will torture an actress. Like think of The Shining, the making of The Shining. Yeah. Woof. But anyway, that's why he hates carrots. Because we did like at least five or six takes on four different angles. Five different angles. So many carrots. And so like I think he went through a Just bag and a half of like carrot sticks. Yeah, we at least had a bag and a half of carrots. And well, I I had a buddy who was like, you know, when somebody's eating something and you want them to sound like or look like they're like not interested or they're a piece of shit, it's always an apple, right? And I'm like what does it matter? <laughs> yes, I know the stereotype <laughs> is an crunching. apple. I wanted, I just wanted something with a snap. Crunch on and, some carrots, and we had some carrots, so we went with carrots. Carrots are good, and it, and it worked. Yep. He's, yep. 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 and also, you were, I think you were like twenty to twenty five pound pounds heavier when, like, muscle wise, because of those carrots. Yes, yes, you yeah, got I jacked. Mean, like I mean, the next scene, he's like fucking superman yeah man. but no you you were super buff carrots, when kids. we were yeah we he, were out there henry cavill asked me like what do i eat and i said just <laughs> just carrots bud. warhammer forty thousand characters just carrots bud that's it that's all you need that's all you need man you'll get jacked <laughs> so uh yeah his mom carrot jacked <laughs> carrot goddamn <laughs> His mom oh. tells him that uh, it's Loretta, his childhood imaginary friend. Yeah, fun, funny, uh, funny story. Fun story about oh. the woman who played Bash's mom. That's Nick's mom. She like sat right in front of me at the at the screening. Yeah. I was like, oh, hey, she's she's a good woman. I've oh. known I've known Karen for. God, oh, so what is that's it? like yeah, that's actually his mom. Yes, wow. yeah, let's I just see. put that together. 15 25 years jesus i've known her a long time she's a good she's a good woman and like like it was be honest it was initially supposed to be my own mother i didn't even hear the joke what what happened i said are you like 500 yeah uh, 600 i'm an old fuck it was a bad joke (laughs) (laughs) i'm farting dust but no the the character was supposed to be my, my mother but trying to get like she agreed to do it, and then, like six months after I gave her the script, because like I wrote it way before we were shooting anything. I'm like, "Did you read it?" She's like, "No, I haven't had a chance." I'm like, "Okay, I'm going to somebody else. <laughs> I can't." Damn no. it, mom! Come on, right? Mom. 
and it was it was Karen's first time acting, so I I had to change the character because it was supposed to be like this fast talk, like an Eric character, but mom, hmm. like she's she's yeah. walking through a parking lot carrying a bunch of uh, bags. She just went shopping, and she's just calling him to check in, like, "Hey, how you doing? Haven't heard you in a while, or heard from you in a while." Blah blah blah. Not giving a shit. You know, it's kind of disinterested. Oh yeah, I I've heard that name before. That's that's your imaginary friend, Loretta. Blah blah blah. But Karen did it with a different approach, made it like a sweeter, like, oh, you're having nightmares? What's the problem? So it's it, it's kind of funny, like, how, how people read the scripts. And I even put, uh, I, they're called parentheticals. Like, you, you put keywords to fit the emotion. But she's like, I don't know if I can do this. I'm like, just just do it how you would as a mother. Like, however you feel comfortable doing it. And that's mm-hmm. that's how it came out. Okay. It's gotta be natural, yeah. Yeah. It's like your mom. Just be a mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. After that, um, he then gets attacked by the entity again and gets pulled underwater. But this time, there is a key like in the monster's chest, right? Mm-hmm. Did, I, did I see that? I was like, wait a minute. Uh, there's a key in the chest, and he grabs it right before he falls into. The hallway goes back into the hallway. Yes. He runs down the hallway, and this time he has the key. What's the key? What was the key? It's opening a door to a different part of his consciousness. Okay. Otherwise, it was just a key. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the the key. It was a reshoot. Uh, The key was around my neck, and I had to reshoot that in my upstairs on a green screen. Yeah, because we lost the key the first take. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on the lake scene. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Yep. Nick grabs the key, yanks it off, and then Andy dunks him. Nick comes back up. I lost the key. Like, <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Fucking right away. <laughs> right, first take. The key is relaxation, and that's mm. why Nick has none. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're always telling him, just relax. Uh, so yeah, he gets the key and he unlocks the door. And once again, he goes through. Or no, he goes through the door and ends up at the ocean, right? Yes. And he swims ashore where he finds the woman in red. He chases her down towards the woods and finds a hole with himself in it. That specifically is not a dream I've had, but okay. I've had. Dreams were walking up to holes and there's weird things in it, like, uh, like it's deer deer bones and shit. Like, keep in mind, I I I grew up on an acreage, so I'd see that shit all the time. Mm. Or my my dogs would just bring back like the skeleton. <laughs> they'd go running through them seriously. They'd like, they'd bring back like that? rabbit carcasses or Sebastian or like carcasses. pieces of deer. Sebastian carcasses. Sebastian carcasses. <laughs> Uh yeah, worry we are almost to the end. All right, then we could yeah then we could talk a little bit about everything. Yeah. Uh, so okay, yeah, he walks up to the hole and he finds himself buried in it. He then goes and wakes up Melissa and tells her to grab a shovel. Eric then goes and looks for. Oh, and then it cuts to the next scene, and Eric is walking up. It's like sunrise. The sunrise is happening. Uh, he's my looking, favorite shot in the movie. Yeah, that's a good shot. Uh, what? How early did you have to get up for that shot? That was actually at sunset. Yep. Oh, was it? Yes, because uh, it was on the west coast. So I had to wake wow. up very late. 
Whoa. <laughs> wake up very late. Well, <laughs> You're fucking, such a smart ass. Sunrise in the movies. That that's my my friend Nikki's front yard. And everybody left to go get pizza and beer for the night. Like everybody what? wanted to Oh my god, we only have like one day of shooting left. And Eric, Ren and I stayed behind. I'm like uh, and I think Adam Adam stayed behind to get like lighting on you. But we just we filmed that shot really quick i think we did three or four takes of him walking up different because i wanted to try different camera angles is the camera moving is it still is it that you know and uh he's just melissa sebastian all right do it again (laughs) melissa sebastian neighbor what the fuck are you doing looking for (laughs) melissa and sebastian shut the fuck up i'm calling the police all right we have one more take melissa sebastian all right in the house you're not in this, badass. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, after he goes around yelling for Melissa and Sebastian, he then go or he finds them. They're digging, and that's when Sebastian explains everything who Loretta is and this and that and the other. The, that he thinks she sent the creature after him to get his attention. Right. Yeah. Oh. And they keep digging, and finally they come across the red dress. And oh, I wrote so while they were digging, there's like a, some guitar work in the score. Was that something that did you do that part or did you do that part? No, that um, that was or from that, Art Artlist. Oh, it was, was uh, technically two different songs that I blended together, and they were only like a minute and a half a piece. Huh. So I had to chop them up and extend them and make them blend together. So that, that's what we did. Uh, AJ okay. Kirshner was actually going to help us do like because there's a lot of cello work hmm. in the the film, and I really, but my inspiration for uh, what I wanted was from a video game called um, Frostpunk. Like we want to talk about soundtracks. That is one of the greatest fucking soundtracks on the planet. Oh my god, it's good. Like they they hired an entire well not an entire orchestra, but they had they hired chunks of people from an orchestra they had um cellos bass violin yeah long story short that's what i wanted and we initially were going to work with aj but our our schedules were conflicting when ren was working on music so we ended up having to find an alternative because he you know everybody's busy i get it but he's he's an amazing cellist and i wanted him on this project but I had to, I had to move on without him. So I found stuff on Artlist. Interesting. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering because I know you only did like two or three songs, didn't you? Eric? Three, three. Yeah. Okay. So I was just wondering if that was one of them. Uh, so yeah, we are towards the end. Once he reaches for the red dress, his memories start flooding in. Flashbacks. To the mom and dad, and you find out that the mom killed Loretta because daddy was fucking her. Daddy was cheating. Then the dad attacks the mom, which like cuts into the creature attacking Sebastian, and then bam, roll credits. No, no, uh, what creature attacks Sebastian? Then Sebastian wakes up in his own bed. Okay, well, yeah, he wakes and up, and then. Oh, yeah. zoop. Oh, you mind if I'm going to fucking sock you? 
And that was, yeah, the zoop. See, Which I, one you want, Mike 1 or Mike 2? Because I, I wanted to give Eric that opportunity. To punch me? Thank you. No, Thanks to, a lot. To zoop. To, oh, to zoop in. <laughs> you sons of bitches. So, I quit. I'm gone. Okay. See you later. Okay, bye. bye. And that was it. Thanks for going out. <laughs> Later, bitches. Motherfuckers. I'm just kidding. Don't hit me. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll uh, just kind of go over the actors and the crew. So, the main stars were... <laughs> <laughs> so, we had Sebastian, old Sebastian, played by Nick Vodka. and Vodka? Vodka. 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 Oh, I like vodka. No, I don't. I lied. Uh, we got Eric played by Ren's Horn here, and Melissa played by your sister. Yeah, Samantha Johnson. Wow. She's a fucking natural kid. Uh, well, we kind of already went through that, your influences and your experiences, and what was the filming process like? I know you guys did this, fuck, 2016 or something like that? Yeah, so it was a lot like filming Xanadu, if you ever watched the making of that. A lot of roller skates. I'm just kidding. You, you you talking like that got me like, <laughs> yes, honey. No. Fuck. You've never seen Xanadu? No. You're not living. Mm. Anyway, it's kind of like. You know, lately I feel like I haven't been living. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good movie, I'm telling you. <laughs> but anyway, the, filming it was great. Like, it was a va- uh, seven-day vacation for, well, for most of us. Ren still had to work when we went up there. Because, so. yeah, he was living up there, huh? It's like, we're, we're just going to the beach when he's at work and then filming when he's off. Yeah, those motherfuckers. <laughs> well, we were filming at the beach. We, we were, God, Nick. Yeah, Nick I, was putting beach. in fucking 12-hour days. No wonder he hated me at the end of the trip. Yeah, I'd wake up and be like, <laughs> well, I'm going to work. Wake up, assholes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, oh, you just got breakfast pizza. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Or when you you had some like you took a half day and you didn't have to go in until noon so we could shoot a scene. It was like I got everybody Red Bulls and everybody was like, I don't like Red Bull. And you're like, fuck it. Okay. Drink guess water. I, guess I'm going into work anyway. Fuck off. <laughs> right. <laughs> took a half day for you, assholes. I was up. I was ready to go. Adam was up. Ready to go. The dog was up. Oh god. The dog was up. Got yeah, then the outtakes, like we had to stop so many times because like there would be a knock at the door, like, burp, burp, burp. Oh my gosh, it was ridiculous. But yeah, all, all in all, it was a, it was a fun project. There were numerous days where we were filming. Um, I think one of my favorites though was um, the the mom and dad scene. It was uh, Brittany Daly, who's an actress in Lincoln, and then my buddy Michael Bergen. I met him through the film festival circuit. Hmm. He he lives in oh. Eastern Iowa, southeastern Iowa. So he was five and a half hours. And he came all the way out out here, drove five and a half hours, got there at 10 in the morning, out in Lashera, Nebraska. Did the scene, jumped back in his car, and drove all the way home. Damn. (sighs) Excuse me. But we all had such a blast filming that, that, like, there were a... I think did you come out for that? Yep. You came out. Nick came out. I don't think Samantha did. Mm-mm. No. But um, Adam and Greg and every, everybody's just standing back and watching them because they they they've got I think combined like fifty IMDb credits. Really? They're 
they they've been in a lot of uh, B movie horrors or like B movie action, you know, whatever. Um, they're a lot more experienced than we are, hmm. and the, the fact that they agreed to do this for like I I paid them pennies because that's all I could afford, but they agreed to do this, and so everybody's sitting back and watching them do this shit, and we're like, fuck, yep, damn, we've got a hell of a beginning, like. And then Caden. Oh, yeah. Caden is uh, James Wetmore in the metal scene. Yeah. That's, his, that's uh, his boy. That's his kid. But since this was 2006, that was 2017 when we filmed that. That kid is 17 years old, and he, he looks like the guitarist for uh, Metallica. He does look like Kirk. Kirk. Yeah, Kirk Hammett. That's funny. Yeah. So we can't do a sequel because he's way too old now. Yeah. Well, no, we could. Well, it's good. just like Stranger Things, where they're still in high school, but they oh, look forty-five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's fine. Uh, so you just mentioned that you you what? said the words film festival pizza pizza oh, film festival. So I have seen you post that this is going to be popping up in some film festivals. Do you want to say anything about it? Yes, we, we have one in the German land. German I, am, land. I am a German, yes. Yeah, in Una, Germany. It is called Tuesday of Horror. Yes. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Tuesday of Horror in Germany. Uh, let's see. The one out of Seattle. The one out of Seattle. The one out of Seattle is The Thing in the Basement. Horror Fest. Oh, you have one in Seattle. I yeah. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I know. I'm excited. But, and I, I don't care if they put on the trophy, your film sucks, kill yourself. Hmm. I want that fucking trophy. I'll show you guys pictures of it. It's it's a zombie hand, like a cartoon zombie hand coming out of the ground huh. uh, on a plaque it, or on a, like a wooden trophy case. It, it looks badass. But then um, another one. Or the the next two are just online. Like I got best best shorts competition, and then um, Strange Days Horror Fest. Hmm. So I just applied today for Omaha Film Festival. Fingers crossed, nice. because it's a technically a local film, local filmmakers, all of us except for Michael, and half of it was shot in Nebraska. But what yeah, a, yeah, so I'm I'm trying. I wrote a cover letter and shit today. I applied. Cool. But. Cool. Um, what were some of the dates for those? You're like, oh, I'm playing those festivals. Oh, um, when, when? The Thing in the Basement Film Festival is Halloween. Nice. Uh, what is today's date? I think it's the, the 23rd. Is the 22nd. 22nd. So tomorrow is uh, the one in Germany. Oh, nice. Oh, shit. And then... The two online ones, I think one is the 28th, and then what is Strange Days? I can't remember. I think it's like October 12th or something. I can't remember. I'd have to look it up. But then Omaha Film Festival would be in February, late February. Okay. Well, this is going to come out after all of those dates, but not February, so you should vote for the Omaha Film Festival if it gets... Just blow up it. their emails and be like, uh, be like "Nightmare Paradox yeah, needs Nightmare to be." Nightmare Paradox, yeah. Seriously, because honestly, like, I'm I'm not sitting here trying to 
toot our own horns, but we sold out our fucking premiere. Yeah. So there's still a lot yeah. of people that want to see this film. Like they keep asking me, like, when when's the next premiere? When's the next premiere? I'm like, well, there's only, technically only one premiere, but the next screening would be. And I'm just making fun of myself because I misspoke. The next screening. When's the next screening? When's the next screening? I'm like, I don't know. I can't show anybody until the film festival circuit's over. Yeah. So fingers crossed, I get something local. You know. And there's only there's only one right now that's local, which is Omaha Film Festival. There used to be Scream in the Dark Film Festival. Did you ever go to that? No. Oh, it was great. It was a film festival. They ran it for three, four years, what? I think. Here? Yes. <sighs> Absolutely. I met I met two of the original cast members from Texas Chainsaw Massacre here. Their very first year that nice. they had it. It was it was such a good horror film festival. Like it, it was people that actually genuinely cared about the art like yeah. it's it's kind of like the the strange days film festival that i'm that i'm in they they even specify we don't care if it's a 50 dollar budget or a five hundred thousand dollar budget as long as the passion's there and that's how uh scream in the dark was hmm. that's and good. i i love that like yeah that's the way it should be because yep. that's like my film clearly i don't have money for good cameras or i'm sorry hollywood type cameras I can't. I can't afford red cameras. Yeah, it's not happening, son. All right, I got it in the budget. <laughs> he's he's dude, dude. Our our budget he's was carrots. <laughs> no, no, no. Carrots and plane tickets. Carrots. About forty five hundred dollars with bags of carrots. Yeah, that one scene. It was rough. That's that. Dude. Carrots are expensive in Portland. Yeah. Woof. Woof. Well, that's I shit. Oh, I did have another question. Did you have any alternate titles? Well, <sighs> here we go. <laughs> it sounds like you had some. I mean, I... <laughs> you can't keep a straight face right now. Buttfuckers Anonymous was one. <laughs> I thought that was pretty pretty good i mean seemed to challenge the system a little bit <laughs> we were gonna call it john wick five christ on the ice well you know john dick five was already <laughs> taken so hey i was in that i was i was an extra but i was i was in the background you can see me background. kind of yeah i'm tall enough so yeah you know Anyway, thank you so much for having us, Dustin. This yes. was a blast. Yeah, anyway, you, you guys thank are you. done. <laughs> He's God like, get, damn. get out of my house. Quiet, quiet. It's peaking. It's peaking. It's there peaking. It the peak. There's the peak. Well, I clipped it. That's fine. <sighs> rating system. Watch this movie if you get a chance. That's my rating system. Uh, no, you, you gotta, you gotta give me something truthful, man. I can take it. No, I have a radio system. Kill it, watch it, buy it. Can't buy it. Can't kill it. Well, you can kill it, but I say watch it. Yeah, <laughs> you can't buy it, and you can't kill it because it's an inanimate object. <laughs> You're an inanimate fucking object. You got him. You got him. You can't kill it. You can't buy it. Ah, whatever. I guess just watch just it watch if it. you can. No, no. Uh, Kill It is like, yeah. Thanks Killing 3. Have you ever seen that movie? Don't. I probably won't. 
don't. Don't. Watch Thanksgiving, though. That one's good. Really? Yes. I don't know. My my, my favorite... Oh, uh, I mean, it's not good. But my favorite Christmas good. movie as of right now is Fat Man. I saw it. Dude, it's so good. Watch it. It's... Mel Gibson, right? <laughs> yes. Holy mm. shit. Very good movie. Oops. Well, that does it for the Nightmare Paradox after I cut half of this <laughs> right it's yeah. such a shit film don't watch oh, it oh my gosh uh thanks for listening and you can give us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast go ahead and follow us on facebook instagram and letterboxd at hfmm podcast or give us an email at hfmm podcast at gmail.com uh i guess do you want anybody to know anything I guess I don't know. Yeah, have uh, I have a I have a movie podcast called Six Degrees of Film Degrees. Ooh, Check it out. Check it out. It's it's not as good as this one, but it, we we talk about a wide array of movies. It's kind of fun. And Ren's been on that one too. Oh. We we covered Birdcage, and he was on that one. Yep, and uh, I also record other bands. So if you're a band that's looking to have professional recording and whatnot you can hit me up too uh ren.soren at gmail.com this bright flash studios and if you want to hear a sample of how great ren is you could go ahead and listen to my band single forest dwellers from keeper of insmith because that shit slaps it's fucking badass ren knows what he's doing so yeah definitely hit him up also, Ren is an actor. He forg- failed to mention this, but he his rates he, he, only about a hundred an hour. So he's hit hit him up. He'll he'll act his fucking face off for he you. He starred in this movie, and he would you do peeled potatoes earlier? Yeah, last week he peeled oh, some yeah, potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> just just as an extra, See, he I'm stole the fucking I'm show. I'm telling you. Back around. If yeah. you need a potato peeler, I'm your man. <laughs> if you need somebody to tell you to relax, he's your man. Can do that too. Love you. Until Love you then. <laughs> Relax. Thanks, guys, for coming on. Uh, this was this was fun. Yeah, keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. Until then, this has been Horror Flicks and Music Mix.